minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program.
J.M. in the A.M., the Kare have done by Shmuel Younger off of his brand new album. We're hopefully going to have him in studio at some point in the next week or two. His uh, Azachia uh, was before that. Simcha Abramchik and Mendy Weiss, brand new with Simcha Dance, volume number two. Shlomo Simcha, brand new with Nerni Tzachon. Habaita is the name of the instrumental we did from uh, Amir Al-Ev. And, of course, Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Tuesday, everybody. Thanks for joining us. If you're in the United States, very po- excuse me, very possibly you had a day off yesterday. So welcome back to the regular routine. Hope you're uh, heading back to school, back to work, and enjoying a JMN broadcast for a Tuesday morning. Uh, Congressman Josh Gottheimer is scheduled to join us in studio this morning. Uh, but based on the message I got overnight, it's not 100% clear if that's 100% confirmed. So hopefully he'll be joining us about 40 minutes from now in studio here in Teaneck, New Jersey. And uh, obviously, if uh, it doesn't happen, we'll uh, reschedule and let you know when he will be joining us. But uh, there are a couple of issues I'd like to speak with him about on the air. And we'll have that opportunity hopefully later this morning right here at JM in the AM. Also, our Yeshiva League Sports Update and plenty more coming up. It's Tuesday after all, and I thank all of you for tuning in. Live presentation of JM in the AM. It's what sets us apart from everybody else. We are live every morning, and here we are with amazing music and more, and I thank you all 
for tuning in. Don't forget, you can comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away and join us in that way um, in conversation regarding this show and much, much more right here at JM in the AM. If you haven't seen Kosher Halftime Show 2024 yet, it uh, dropped eight days ago, and it's been getting, thank God, a tremendous amount of positive feedback. Avram Freed, spectacular, wonderful, everything you'd expect from him, especially at this time. And um, if you haven't seen it yet, search Kosher Halftime Show 2024, presented by the Rothenberg Law Firm at InjuryLawyer.com. And um, and enjoy it. Enjoy it and be inspired by it. And uh, hopefully it'll help everybody remember that our brothers and sisters are going through a very, very difficult time at the moment. More coming up. You're listening to a Tuesday morning edition of JM in the AM. Shema Shemikra Alecha, Virau Kolameha Aretz, Viaru Viaru Mimeka, Virau Kolameha Aretz, Kishima Shemikra Alecha, Viaru 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 Mimeka. There's a light you see shines inside of me when I do a mitzvah of Hashem. It's so strong and real, anyone can feel, and it also lights up for them. When that light does shine, you can know it's time, no stronger weapon can you wield. The nation see the light in me, I've got my spiritual shield.
JM in the AM. Yeshivish medley done by Simcha Liner to wrap up hour number one here on a Tuesday at JM in the AM. Ellie Seinfeld and Bussy heard me von Siach done by Akev. Yosef Yaakov had Rifo Enu Bez Hashem. That was Ari Goldwag. And you're listening to JM in the AM. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com, on the NachumSegal Network, and, of course, in the beloved NSN app. Galay Tzal, the background to our news from Israel coming up. Congressman Gottheimer is scheduled to join us in the first half of the 7 o'clock hour. Very much looking forward to that. He is scheduled to join us. And we look forward to greeting him here on a Tuesday morning at JM in the AM. So that'll be happening hopefully a few minutes from now here at JM in the AM. Rebecca Dahlia's Lotowitz, Art Scroll, he'll join us in the 8 o'clock hour. We'll talk about the big sale and a whole bunch of other things coming up here at JM in the AM. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast follows next. We say Boker Tov from JM in the AM. ליצל מירושלים השעה שתיים, שלום רב, באולפן רן יבנאי עם מה שקורה עכשיו. הרמטכ"ל הרצי הלוי באיגרת למפקדי צה"ל איננו במסע הרג, נקמה או רצח עם. באנו לנצח ולהכריע אויב אכזר הראוי להפסד מר. לא נשגה ונאפשר לו הישג בזירה הבינלאומית. עוד כתב הרמטכ"ל, בקרוב נתחיל בתהליך תחקור אירועי שבעה באוקטובר ומה שהוביל אליהם. למרות היותנו עדיין במלחמה, בשם הלמידה מוטלת עלינו החובה לתחקר, זהו הכרח ולא פריבילגיה. רק כך נוכל להבין באיזה אופן יכולנו לפעול ובאיזה אופן נפעל בעתיד כדי להגן טוב יותר על אזרחי ישראל. בדבריו הביא כתבנו הצבאי דורון קדוש. סמל ראשון מעוז מורל, בן 22, לוחם בסיירת צנחנים שנפצע אנוש בשבוע שעבר בהיתקלות עם מחבלים בח'אן יונס ואתמול מת מפצעיו. הובא לפני זמן קצר למנוחות בהר הרצל בירושלים. ורדה, אמו, ספדה לו. אני זוכרת שפגשתי זוג הורים מהצוות בצניחה, והם אמרו לי כמה הבן שלהם מעריץ אותך, כי אתה תמיד עם ספר קודש בכיס ותמיד מוצא זמן ללמוד. לפעמים קצת התביישת ממני, אבל מעוז, אני לא מתביישת ממך, אני כל כך גאה בך. יהי זכרו ברוך. חמאס מאשרת רשמית, ראש הלשכה המדינית, אסמאעיל הנייה הגיע לקהיר הבוקר בראש משלחת של בכירי התנועה לשיחות עם בכירים מצרים. בהודעה נמסר כי השיחות יעסקו במצב המדיני והמצב בשטח, וזאת לדבריהם בצל המלחמה על עזה והמאמץ להפסיקה ולסייע לאוכלוסייה, בדיעה שהעביר כתבנו לעניינים ערביים, ג'קי חוגי. ועדת הכספים אישרה להעלות את המע"מ ל-18% משנת 2025. מדווח כתבנו לענייני כלכלה ישראל פישר. ברוב של עשרה תומכים מול שישה מתנגדים, אישרה ועדת הכספים להעלות את שיעור המע"מ החל מתחילת השנה הבאה ל-18%. לפי משרד האוצר, הצעד יכניס לקופת המדינה שבעה מיליארד שקלים בשנה. לקראת ההצבעה גויסו חברי כנסת מהקואליציה כדי שיהיה רוב ברור לאישורה, אחרי שחבר הכנסת חנוך מלביצקי מהליכוד סירב להצביע בעד ההצעה שלדבריו תפגע בשכבות החלשות. כ-2040 אלף בני אדם הגישו בקשה לדמי אבטלה מפרוץ המלחמה, מתוכם יותר מ-150 אלף הוצאו לחל"ת שלא מרצון. כך על פי נתוני הביטוח הלאומי. כתבתנו לענייני עבודה ורווחה שירה שפי מוסיפה כי עד סוף חודש מרס צפויים לסיים את זכאותם לדמי אבטלה כ-48 אלף בני אדם, בהם כ-1,400 מפונים. 
הסוכנות הלאומית למניעת סימום בספורט הודיעה על השעייתם של שלושה שחקני כדורסל מהליגות הבכירות, ביניהם כוכב הפועל תל אביב, לאחר שנמצאו בגופם חומרים אסורים. עם הפרטים כתב הספורט יוני זילברמן. כדורסלן הפועל תל אביב אקזביאר מנפורד וכדורסלן הפועל אלעד דשון בוקר נמצאו חיובים לשימוש בקנאביס. כדורסלנית מכבי רוני רמת גן דרו אדלמן נמצאה חיובית לסם אמפטמין. חומרים אלו אסורים בספורט ונכללים ברשימת החומרים האסורים של הסוכנות הבינלאומית למניעת סמים בספורט. השעיה היא זמנית ותינתן לספורטאים הזכות לשימוע ולפתיחת בקבוקון בי. ומזג האוויר עדיין גשום בצפון ובמרכז, גשם מקומי מהערב, הגשם ייפסק בהדרגה. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. Oh, Sammy's 
חדש בתוך סיפור עתיק יומים. וגם אני חולב כמו יוסף, כן גם אותי, גם אותי, גם אותי זקו לבוא. או הגלגל חוזר, בתוך Shemi 
J.M. and the A.M. on this Tuesday morning broadcast. That is uh, part of the uh, Ari Goldwag brand new collection. Yerushalayim, as we think of Jerusalem <clears throat> constantly. Tuesday morning here at J.M. and the A.M., we are uh, privileged and honored to have uh, the uh, member of the House of Representatives of the 5th Congressional District in the state of New Jersey, the Honorable Josh Gottheimer, in our studio in Teaneck, New Jersey, right now in the 7 o'clock hour here at JM and the AM. Congressman, a pleasure to welcome you to JM and the AM. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. I appreciate that very much. Uh, I referenced Jerusalem a moment ago. What do you remember about your most recent trip to Israel? I was there at the end of December, uh, which, as you know, uh, and, and you talk about regularly, it's a, a very emotional time to be there right now. Uh, I spent time with, uh, it was an intelligence committee trip, uh, which I led. Uh, I'm on the, uh, was appointed to the intelligence committee this past year. And so I sat with the head of Mossad and leadership of Shimbet and um, with, with our community, intelligence community, and of course with the prime minister and his team. Um, and so, and I met when the moment I landed, which actually was the, of course, the most emotional part of my day, I, I sat with hostage families, and which which I've been doing nearly every week since uh, October seventh. So, and you you might know that Adon Alexander is my constituent. Mm-hmm. Um, his family lives in uh, in Tenafly, New Jersey, right. and so the whole I'll I'll just tell you the whole day uh, was not only intense from uh, an intellectual perspective of what we need to do to significantly diminish Hamas, get the hostages home, and of course, um, get humanitarian aid into the region. And, and that was really the focus of discussion, but emotionally, you know, being there at that moment with signs everywhere, bring them home and, and, um, and knowing that the work that has to happen, um, to make sure we can bring peace to the region, but also understanding what Israel and the Jewish people are experiencing right now and, and frankly what the world um uh you know is 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 how the whole world's grappling in different ways with with the uh post october 7th no question about that congressman gottheimer is here we are concerned <clears throat> as a community and as anybody here in the united states who cares about israel would be concerned about aid to israel you're on the front lines you're a member of the house of representatives sit on very important committees do you think Israel will get eventually all the aid that it needs from the United States. I do. I, I you know, I think it's critically important. We, the Senate, as you know, passed a package with 70 votes, right. meaning significantly bipartisan uh, in recent weeks. Uh, there was a bill before that that I was very involved, um, uh, a bipartisan package, which included uh, border security and immigration reform, as well as with a package of humanitarian aid. They pulled out the humanitarian aid piece because that package fell, the initial 
package fell apart, but then they got 70 through on the humanitarian aid side, which includes not just support directly for uh, for Israel, Ukraine, Taiwan, and of course Gaza, um, uh, f- uh, for Palestinians who are being used as human shields by Hamas. Um, so the idea is, you know, can, can we get that now to the House to get a vote? It's outrageous to me that we can't even get a, a simple yes or no vote uh, on that package on the House floor, which would immediately get that aid to the region. Um, uh, but right now it's stuck. You've got people who don't, the, the, the speaker in particular, don't, don't want to bring it to the floor. So, you know, we don't give up on these things. I co-chair a group called the Problem Solvers Caucus. There's other <laughs> paths being worked on right now. Um, there's a group of us the, that are working on something and to, to try to force either force a vote or just bring a different alternative to the floor. You know, you, with these things, you just can't give up. You got to just keep going until we get this done. I was on the phone yesterday with a, a few Republican senators trying to see if there's something else we could do, you know, if there's some other maneuver they could do on their side. Um, and I'm going to keep uh, talking to our leadership quite a bit, and uh, I'm going to keep doing it as, as we have to because the objective is so critical and every day matters right now. Oh, we thank you for that. We know you're fighting and fighting hard, and we appreciate it very much. You serve in a district uh, that has had uh, some hot points, that's had some uh, very passionate uh, protests, very passionate opinions about what's going on in Gaza, pro-Israel, pro-Palestinian. Uh, it, it seems that there's, uh, you know, this is a very sensitive issue, quite obviously, and Teaneck High School and other institutions have had headlines about the the type of activities that have gone uh, have gone on there. Uh, different protest groups take to the streets at different times. It, it, it is, at times, disheartening to see communities, uh, you know, butting heads like they are. Do you think that you and religious leaders and community leaders can calm things down a bit in this district and in general? So I think it's an intensely emotional time for our country right now with these issues, right? It's not just in our backyard. It's not just in Teaneck and it's not just in New Jersey. We, we also know that you're living in a moment where anti-Semitic uh, incidents are, are at an all-time high or, uh, you know, since they've been at least recording these, right? right? And, and um, New Jersey, uh, as the ADL has reported, is top three in, in those rankings, which is not something that any of us should be proud of. Uh, and it's not a, a point that, you know, I want on a bumper sticker. But what it is, it is what it does say is we have work to do. And, you know, just yesterday in Glenrock, you might have seen there was uh, at a Starbucks, the manager came in in the morning and there was, you know, red paint on the Starbucks sign with a sticker, you know, anti-Semitic stickers around it. Um, and unfortunately, that's becoming more and more the norm. There were swastikas in the high school in that town last week. Um, and that's been several times. They've had several incidents in Glen Rock alone. But that's, again, we see it. We saw another incident, I believe, in Woodcliffe Lake this week. Um, and then, of course, in, in Teaneck, it's, it's, there's, a, there's a lot of division. Um, you know, this is why two things are really important. One, a show like this, because discussion is the most important thing, sitting down and talking to one another, actually talking the issues through education, right? Facts, right? There's so much disinformation out there. Facts actually are so important to get out to people. And and this is why I fight so hard and have legislative have had legislation um, in the house uh, focused on 
Holocaust education and making sure it's taught in our schools and taught in a way that's not just, oh, we mentioned the Holocaust box check, but actually we talk about it. We're going to need to do the same thing on October 7th about what actually happened on October 7th, because you see disinformation out there. You've got people who are supporting Hamas, a foreign terrorist organization, as a resistance movement, and right, trying to be positive about Hamas, uh, you know, an Iranian-backed proxy terrorist organization that is as interested in taking the United States out as it is Israel, mm-hmm. right? And, and, you know, Americans are still hostage right now. And uh, to this day, Americans were killed on October 7th, and Americans are still hostage. And it's something we don't even talk about, right? That's not even in the news. You know, I, I, I said to somebody, somebody recently, I feel like if this were a different country, they would have had, you'd have specials on lifetime on each one of the hostages, right? People would have yellow ribbons on their trees, but uh, there aren't, right? We, there's not enough conversation. I talk about it all the time about the importance of actually, hey, wait, let's start and talk about the fact that Americans to this day are hostage. Not just the fact that, Uh, Hamas is still firing rockets at at Israel, right? And that their tunnel system is so sophisticated and that they've said Hamas wants to, will will have a second, third, and fourth October 7th until they reach their ultimate objective, which is the destruction of Israel and the Jewish people, right? Those are clear, clearly said things that are public. There's no disinformation about that. There's actually video on it. You can watch it yourself. And that is almost swept under the rug. um, and, And that's leads to a lot of, frankly, in, intense um, uh, in, intense concern and anger on one side. And then, of course, you know, there's nobody who can see an innocent person killed and, and, and not feel. Right. Of course, as, as Jewish people, we feel. Mm-hmm. Um, as but, human beings. Right, as human beings, yeah. right? But the reality is, and I saw some yesterday, they, Hamas went into Israel unprovoked and brutally massacred uh, more than 1,200 people, right? Burned babies alive, decapitated people. I've seen the footage, right, uh, from GoPros, from their GoPros, celebrating, right, gang rapes and, and cutting off women's breasts and the, 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 the worst things you could imagine, right? So, so but those facts are all getting, uh, you know, pushed aside and, and it makes it very, it leads, all of it leads to a lot of deep tension, which is why... It's very important that we sit down and talk to one another, that we do it with civility. We don't at- attack one another. Um, um, and, and I think that's really important. You're a champion of discussion, dialogue, and information. I mean, from your town halls and the way you approach people in the community, I'm assuming the same as you do here in the Jewish community. You do this with all, do this with all the ethnic groups in this region, and you're to be commended for that. And I thank you for that. And I think it really is the only way to get to where we want to get to. Peace. Peace. Being able to live with everybody. But it's going to take a lot of healing, right? No I mean, this is it. this is not an overnight thing. No question about it. Finally, and I know you have an important call to go uh, um, uh, to go take, but uh, finally, you and I are allies in an area that you may not realize how passionate both you and I are allies. You're in Bergen County. I you're, am. you're representing a region right, right next to George Washington Bridge. I live in Lower Manhattan. Okay. Below 60th Street. Below 60th. Is everybody out there getting why the congressman and I are allies? <laughs> Congestion pricing might actually get me to move off of Manhattan Island. That's how severe 
this could be. I can only imagine what your constituents are going through thinking about, especially those who work obviously below six years, thinking of the tax that they're going to have to pay. It is it's a tax. Insane. It's a tax. Congestion just, tax. Just to get uh-huh. to work on a daily basis. What what is what progress have we made in this area? And those who don't know about the issue, uh, and I'm glad you brought it up. Sure. Something I work on every day um, and have now for years. I've been beating this drum. Um, New York, the MTA, their mass transit system has come out with pricing where they want to uh, whack uh, anyone who goes over the bridge or through the tunnels with a new tax. You go over the GW bridge, you will be hit not just, of course, with the toll that can be $17 a day plus parking plus gas right now. Um, but with a new $15 congestion tax to drive south of 60th Street in Manhattan. Um, and but they put asterisks out in their pricing proposal where they can charge 25% surge pricing on any day that they choose, right. so an extra 25%, and raise prices 10% the first year. And they gave themselves the right to do that, which means they will. Um, so uh, you're, you're talking about more than $4,000 a year um, extra. That's uh, post-tax, right? So you're talking about $7,000 pre-tax. Right. You're a nurse. You're an electrician. You're a hardworking family. And any, anybody who, who has to uh, drive in on a regular basis uh, or go in, for, go in for a medical appointment or seeing family, and suddenly you're, you know, you're, you're talking about an extra $7,000 a year that's out of your pocket. Yep. Um, it's insane. And the MTA's only reason that they need it, as they've admitted, is because they are the worst-run mass transit system in the country and need the cash. I know you have to go. Do we have a shot to win this thing? Yes. Realistic shot? We do. The lawsuits now are piling up on them because they've admitted that, one, it doesn't actually reduce congestion, traffic. Right. Two, it'll lead to more congestion and shifts it to different areas like like the G, outside the GW Bridge with more truck traffic, which right. means to look more cancer-causing pollution for our children in northern New Jersey. So what does that mean? It means that these lawsuits are saying, wait a second, you're actually going to hurt people, slow down, and we've got to look at this in a deeper way. I think we'll get a pause out of it, given to study this further. Oh, I hope you're and, right. And what you got, but you've got all the people in Manhattan suing. Right. It's not just Jersey right. suing. And Governor Murphy's an ally, right? Mur- Murphy this? sued. He's been right. great. Uh, the mayor of Fort Lee's been great. And now, frankly, got businesses and and unions and in New York and all and the outer boroughs. They're all jumping in and saying, "No, I don't think so. Not so fast, uh, Governor Hochul." And John O'Lieber, who runs the MTA, the worst-run transit system in the country. Congressman, thank you for being here today. Thanks for having Much me. Much appreciated. I appreciate it. Great to see you. Great to have you in Washington representing us. Thank you, sir. More Great coming to- up. It's JM in the AM. Our Yeshiva League sports update with Elliot Weiselberg is next here at JM in the AM. Thanks, Nachum. Week two of the playoffs are in the books, and as expected, the home teams finally showed up. Straight ahead on the Tuesday morning JM the AM Sports Update, all but one home team were victorious this past week. Varsity basketball champions made it three in a row. Orya Sroel celebrates their first playoff win. And in varsity hockey, the two seeds deep six the competition. All that and more straight ahead. Good morning. I'm Elliot Weiselberg. We'll start out in varsity basketball, where the defending champs are still alive. The North Shore Lions clinched their way into the postseason with two must-wins over the DRS Wildcats to end the regular season. And last Thursday, they made it number three. The Lions started off hot, outshooting the Wildcats, and really never allowed it to be a contest, knocking off the five-seed 75-55 behind Jonah Carmeli's 30 points, including seven from behind the arc. The Stars will now await tonight's contest between East number three Hafter and number 
number six Waterbury to see whether they will play TABC or Ramaz in the quarterfinals. On the other side of the river, or Yisroel, the West number five seed took home their first playoff win, defeating Heschel 47-37 in Heschel. Or Yisrael will now play East number two Flatbush, as the West has officially advanced its fifth seed and sixth seeds, with SAR going to play Mag and David. JV Basketball East has completed its first round with top seeds advancing to the quarterfinals. A close game early on, number three Flatbush dominated the second half in a 52-19 route over YDE, while the only non-Brooklyn East first round team, Hafter, knocked off number five Mag and David 52-43. Flatbush will play West number two SAR tomorrow night, while Hafter and Frisch work out their matchup. The West will have its round completed this week as JEC and Hillel will have their rescheduled match tonight and and Ramaz and TABC will tangle in T-neck tomorrow. In girls' varsity basketball, the final piece of the semis was filled in as Frisch defeated Hafter 79-30. The West top seed will now host number 3 Maya Note next Monday night in the semis with the hopes of another finals visit. Hoping for the same on the other side will be defending champion SKA taking on North Shore next Tuesday. Finally, we wrap up with varsity hockey, where both number two seeds are semi-bound. Elia Yizhaki's hat-trick has Hank back in the semifinals after the Hurricanes knocked off Kushner 7-1. They will now await the winner of West top seed TABC and West number 5 SAR taking place Thursday. On the other side of the bracket, Freshman handled Hafter 8-2 to advance where they will now await the winner of East top seed DRS and Rambam, which takes place tomorrow night. And that was your JM in the AM Sports Update. I'm Elliot Weisselberg. JM in the AM Tuesdays here on uh, JM in the AM. We get an opportunity to check out the latest in the Yeshiva League. Thank you to Elliot Weisselberg. A big thank you to Congressman Gottheimer for being here earlier. Uh, glad we had an opportunity to speak about Israel. He gave us an update on the aid to Israel from the perspective of an influential congressman. And uh, then I got to speak about the... Uh, pet peeve that so many New Yorkers and New Jerseyans are experiencing, and that's, of course, congestion pricing. If you missed any of the conversation, you'll uh, check out the archive later, of course, at NahumSiegel.com. If you subscribe to our um, daily thread, Avrami will make sure to uh, toss it in there, of course, and you'll be able to link directly to that conversation. Uh, that was Congressman Josh Gottheimer. Somebody on the app asked who it was. It was Congressman Josh Gottheimer. Um, Osemi Zemi's more. Which song was that? Somebody on the app is asking about Osemi's more. Oh, Chalom Kamal Yosef was Ellie Levin. I think that's the song that they mean. That was Ellie Levin here at JM in the end. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Arav Zebedev Yosef and Zechonishmas Esther Basar Yosef Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The Rambam in Hilchus Tainus states that it is a mitzvah asei Torah to cry out and to sound the trumpets for every tzara, any event of difficulty that arises, which affects the Jewish community. As it says in Bamidbar, when you go out to war against an enemy who attacks you, you shall sound the trumpets. The Rambam writes further in Simon Dalid, to fast whenever there is a time of distress that affects the community. Our obligations and responsibilities are clear at the time of Tzara, at the time of war. The Shari Tshuva points out 
that each of us is obligated to look closely at our own Hanhaga, to find the areas of our Ruchnius that could use improvement, to do tshuva for the past and correct them for the future. A person might say, will it really help Klal Yisrael just because I do tshuva? I'm only one person. We learn in the Talmud, G'dayla tshuva, greatest tshuva, Shebishvil yachid she'asa tshuva, because of one person that does tshuva, Moichlin lecholo oilam kulo, the entire world is forgiven. Hashem says, Shuvu elai v'yashuva lechem. First, Klal Yisrael has to have an awakening from below, and then Hashem will return to us. It is possible that when one person does tshuva, they could create an isarusa delatata, a sufficient awakening in our world that Hashem will grant us tshuva, slicha, bekapara, complete forgiveness. A survey was presented by the educational committee found that the vast majority of teachers claim there's not enough Jewish studies and the vast majority of parents agree with them. In a dramatic presentation to the education committee in the Knesset, M.K. Galit Distel Atbarian spoke passionately. She said the following, The state education system robbed me of my identity. After 12 years of study, I left totally ignorant of who I am, where I came from, and where I'm going, why I'm here at all. Today, the situation is a thousand times worse. I am deeply pained that only at a late age did I learn that the Torah tells us we are not only physical beings who go through spiritual experiences, but we are spiritual beings going through a physical experience. Judaism is a metaphysical dynamite. It is spiritual. It is logical. I see the secular soldiers wearing tzitzits. They are with Sifre Torah. They have kipot and tefillin. I see how their soul is thirsting and yearning for it. Judaism is an eternal truth. Judaism is a diamond. M.K. Galit Distil Adbarian created Isarusa Dilatata, a great awakening from below before the Knesset. May that awakening rise to the Kiseha Kavod and grant us all to Shuva Shalema. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Bye.
עוצרי, והנגלות סימנים שנתת בי בשעות קשות. תזכרני, מאפלה לאורה, תוציאני. with Tenli Koach done by Yaakov Shweki before that Moshe Kunstler brand new with Achakelo here at JM in the AM. Good morning. My thanks to Congressman Gottheimer for joining us earlier live in studio. If you missed it, you could check it out later on online. NahumSiegel.com or the NSN app. This portion of NSN programming is brought to you by our friends at A&H, Abels and Hyman, who, by the way, are now 70 years old. Talk about a proven commodity. 70 years old. Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better for you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website, kosherdogs.net. Take a 10% discount with promo code radio. And try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. And that, as I like to point out, is an understatement. Hey, our friends from Art Scroll are going to be checking in. Rabbi Gedalia Zlatowicz is going to join us at 8 a.m. Eastern time, talk about the uh, big sale that's going on, some of the new um, some of the new publications that have come out from Art Scroll. That'll all be coming up here at JM and the AM, again, starting at 8 a.m. Eastern time this morning here at JM and the AM. Zusha with a song entitled Brighter at JM and the AM. Fire, I know it's dark to 
Me 
J.M. in the A.M. with Garrison Veroba going way back with actually the remastered Kikel Poel from his remastered Man to Man album. Yoni Z with Ahava. You heard Mordecai Shapiro on a two for Tuesday <coughs> with the Alkulam and Get Back Up Again. <sighs> Zusha had Brighter. That's the name of that one to open up that set here at J.M. in the A.M. Yeah, the cough is still there, folks. What can I tell you? It is being supervised. Don't worry. We have uh, proper medical attention. It seems, though, that it's going to take a while, like a lot of people have been experiencing. It's going to take a while to finally get rid of it. But we're trying our best. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world. The web at com. <coughs> on the Nachum Siegel Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowicz is with us live via telephone. He is president of Art Scroll Masora. Art Scroll is uh, involved in a number of initiatives, including this incredible sale that's going on right now. We'll discuss that and so many other things this morning. Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowicz, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachem. Good morning to you, wonderful listeners. It's a pleasure to be on. Thank you. And first of all, Rafushalim to you on that call. <laughs> I appreciate that. Boy, at some point we will find the proper cure, Bezrat Hashem. <clears throat> what is it like? What is it like meeting face to face with Israeli soldiers who are studying this week's Parsha from a stone chumish or or I should say, and, are studying today's Daf Yomi, today's Talmud page, from a Schottenstein Gemara inside their tank. What is that like, meeting these soldiers, Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowitz? 
it's it's incredible. You know, I had the merit to be in Israel two weeks ago, go around to army bases with a lot of soldiers, and it's such heart, so heartwarming when they come over and say, you know, during our spare time, we pull out the Gemara that you've been giving out for free. We already gave out over 100,000 copies wow. of various volumes following the Dafyomi. Uh, you know, we printed special paperback editions with had some Tehillim in it, the Mishabech for the Chayalim, and the Dafyomi. And some soldiers said they never learned in their life. They never studied Gemara. And for the first time, since they had the time, they're picking it up, they're learning with Chavrutas. We've received hundreds and hundreds of pictures of Chayalim studying. And, you know, I tell them, I came to Israel to give you chizok, to give you strength. And I walked away with a lot more chizok than I gave them, that's for sure. And they know that Torah protects, ultimately it's a Torah that's protecting them. I find it fascinating when I see photographs or videos of the Chayalim, of the soldiers studying the Talmud in the most unusual of places. In other words, I have mentioned the tank, and you know that there are some who literally are studying Torah and studying Talmud inside their tank. But then they will find the most unusual places on the army base or outside of a tent or even possibly in a home or a building that at one time recently belonged to the enemy. And that's where they set themselves up and they either share and give a little sheer with some of the other soldiers or they're studying there themselves. Is there anything in particular that has struck you, any scene or image that has come out uh, that has really uh, made an impression on you in terms of their sacrifice for Torah and Talmud? I think every picture tells a unique story. Um, you know, one is not more important than the other. Everyone's learning is special. And, you know, one, one thing was amazing. I was on an Air Force base, and an Air Force pilot told me when he comes back from every mission, he sits down and he opens the Talmud, and he learns for a few minutes as a way of thanking Hashem that he came back safely. There's just, there's like, their hearts wow. are open. Wow. There's, a, there's a renewed interest in Torah learning, getting closer to Hashem. And it's that, that we have a small part in that merit, you know, together with the Schattenstein family who made this all possible, is, is that something I think Hashem for every day. You know, we know that this is ultimately Torah Meginomach, as Chazal say, is what ultimately protects. Of course, we need the soldiers and we need them to do their shtadlis. But the fact that we're able to give them a gift and they appreciate it and they're using it is something I'm so thankful for. You know, um, the uh, it's funny. I think back to COVID. I was thinking of this the other day. I think back to COVID and people know that because of all the minyanim that sprouted up, aside from the, you know, the time that people had at home, so obviously... Jewish books became a very big attraction. I get that. And you were at the forefront of that. But when it came to Sidurim and Chumashim and things that people needed for these makeshift minyanim, the makeshift synagogues, 
they were able to, you know, order them from you, from Art Scroll, and obviously pay the appropriate price and uh, and get what they needed. Here, you've made a concerted effort to do all this uh, essentially through sponsorship. You're not expecting the soldiers or anybody who's requesting uh, Gemaras, for instance, from the Israeli Defense Forces, from the security personnel. You're not expecting a penny from them. And you mentioned the Schottenstein family. I mean, this whole project would, would be impossible if not for the extreme generosity that surrounds you right now. That's right. We, we, we did it specifically. We said this was our way of, you know, being part of what they're doing to protect Am Yisrael. And as soon as the war started, we jumped on this idea. We had the Gemaras printed within a week, 20,000 of them to start and distributed to army bases. And even during COVID, I'll tell you, we had a lot of requests because you remember the stores were closed. Right. And a lot of Shabbos Minyanim, they needed printouts of the Chumash. Right. And I always look at these opportunities. How can we give back to the community? And it was just such an easy way to send them PDFs for them to print out. And that's probably where the idea came from, to do the same thing for the soldiers. I'll tell you another very heartwarming insight. You know, I'm very close to Shai Grelcher and his B'yachad Minatzeach. Um, you know, what he's doing with really bringing hope and love and achtos to everyone in, um, you know, in, in Eretz Yisrael, you know, the widows and orphans and giving them what they need. So many people requested. I was in Israel two weeks ago. We had a lunch, and one of the soldiers was offered iPads, iPhones, whatever you want. He says, the only thing I want is a set of Schattenstein Talmud. <laughs> and we had a few soldiers like that that we gave them full sets as a gift because that's what they wanted. It's incredible. That is pretty amazing. And by the way, we should note that you also have an iPad that's fully loaded with all these Schattenstein Talmud, correct? That is correct. So they really can, cho- they, they can choose print or they can choose the iPad. They can, they've got every format imaginable over at ArtScore. But Gedalia Zlotowicz is with us. All right, we have a lot to cover, but I just want to – just one or two things more on this, um, on this topic. When, when you do print for the soldiers, we know – we're used to a Gemara that has, you know, English translation, English commentary, etc. What are you sending to Israel? Are you sending the ones with the Hebrew commentary? Are you sending the ones that, are you sending Gemaras that are simply are just Gemaras, meaning the, the Talmud, Rashi, Tosas, etc.? What, what is the average soldier uh, getting when they're receiving the donation from Art Scroll? He's getting the Hebrew Shatim Talmud, which means with the Hebrew translation, the Hebrew commentary, you know, that's their language. That's what they're comfortable with. And, you know, that's how soldiers who really never studied Talmud were able to start studying it because it has its translation, has the commentary. They're able to understand it. I wonder if any of the Americans who are serving in the Israeli army, and I know many of them, I wonder if they've requested the English uh, translation and the English commentary. They didn't. I'll tell you, it's very interesting. And for some reason, they all feel comfortable in the Hebrew. I guess they know enough of the language. Right, of course, right. 
And the majority of the Americans who are interested in Talmud are probably Hezra students anyway, who certainly know how to learn, and the Hebrew does not intimidate them. Rabbi Gedalia Zlatowicz is with us. All right, speaking of Talmud, speaking of Mishnah, let's start with this. There's a 30% off Talmud and Mishnah sale. Give me a second to remind my audience that we have a brand new promo code. Remember, everybody, even when there's a massive sale at ArtScroll like we're in right now, uh, and you're saving so much and much more than you would with any promo code, our promo code still get still gets you free shipping on any amount, on any amount. That is not the case usually. You have to usually spend the minimum. But on any amount, our promo code is going to get you free shipping. So please, every time you go to artscroll.com, use promo code RADIO24. Again, every time you go to artscroll.com, make sure to use promo code RADIO24. You have had 30% off Talmud and Mishnah sales before with Talmud, Mishnah, and Yaakov, Tosfus, Art Scroll, iPad, all for sale like it is right now for the next week. However, this one has a twist to it, Rabbi Gedalia Zlatowicz. Apparently, in addition to the actual Talmud, Mishnah, and Yaakov, Tosfus that one is getting when they take advantage of this sale, they're also getting a free gift. Tell me about that. So we decided this year that in addition to giving the discount, as you mentioned, we're giving a free gift with any set of Talmud or any set of Mishnah. So, for example, if someone buys a set of Talmud Bavli, Hebrew or English, or Talmud Yerushalmi, they're getting a 52-volume paperback mid-size Chumash Mikros Kedolos, which has $160 value for free. Wow. If they order any set of Mishnayos, um, a Hebrew set of Mishnayos, they're getting the pocket size 52 volume set of across the dollars. Any English set of Mishnayos, they're getting a set of the pocket kit of Shulchan Aruch. So, like you say, in addition to the 30% off, in addition to the free shipping, when you use your special code, Nachum, they're also getting this free gift, which has a value which they'll use every single day. Yeah, I mean, it's a fantastic opportunity, not only for them. I always say, you know, we, now these days, many people buy for their future right, um, son-in-law or son-in-law currently, if you never bought him one, it's a great opportunity to buy a set of shots for your shoe. You could use an extra set, a set of Mishnayas. It's an opportunity that we do once a year, and this year we added even this extra bonus you know, it's a great opportunity to take care of. Now, Rabbi Zlotowicz, if someone does buy their son-in-law a shas, uh, may they keep the free gift or must the son-in-law get the free gift? I need, <laughs> I need, to, I need you to paskin this Shiloh for me. I need you to take this question to a great halachic decisor because that might, that might encourage the father-in-laws to go ahead and actually order that set. What do you think? <laughs> I think it's a good idea. They'll end up getting something out of it. I certainly would not want the purchase of a Talmud or Mishnah set to, God forbid, lead to somebody doing the incorrect thing. If, if they're able to keep that free gift, if the father-in-law is able to keep that free gift, then call like a vote. All right, a uh, couple of things we got to check in with you about. Number one, uh, you have uh, made a uh, a wonderful habit 
of making available to the public collections of personal prayers. The most recent one is called Tfilasi. Um, it includes a whole bunch of stuff for both the Ashkenazic and Sephardic community. I think it is aimed at the women in our community, but I think uh, that you have told me that really anybody, of course, could use it. Uh, but it has the women of our community in mind. It's called Tfilasi. Now, you, you've done this before, right? I mean, there are there are many Tfilos that have already been published as a Tfila volume in the past. I mean, are, are these different Tfilos, more recent ones, ones that apply to today? What can you tell us about this new release? So many of the tefillos here are, uh, not many, but some of them appear in our Sidurim. Uh Some are tefillos that, you know, like Nishmat, that people say every day. Right. But many, many of the tefillos are tefillos that we gathered, all from reliable sources. You know, tefillos like for spiritual growth, for sustenance, for having good children, right. for, you know, a good marriage. You know, but they're all tefillahs that I geared for a woman to say. You know, we plan on doing another volume. The next volume we would like to do of tefillahs would be tefillahs for traveling. Nice. All the Makomos HaKadoshim, the holy places in Israel. What one says by a kever. You know, all those type of tefillahs. But this one has the most beautiful tefillahs. And all with authentic sources, it has already become... Very, very popular and highly recommended. It's called Tfilasi, everybody. It's there on the website, artscroll.com. Again, it's called Tfilasi. It has an introductory price of just nineteen ninety nine, which is incredible. And again, use promo code RADIO24 when you order it. Use promo code RADIO24 when you order it. What could you tell us about Angels and Orange? We had an opportunity to speak with Ellie Beer on the air. This is, remember, this is not just, this is not, I should say, <laughs> excuse me, this is not... This is not the biography of Ellie Beer, which you've done under separate cover. This is actually uh, the the miracles of United Hatzalah that happened specifically on October the 7th on Shemini Atzeres Simchus Torah. How has the community responded to this brand new book? Incredible. The book is out for about three to four weeks now. We already sold over 15,000 copies. Wow. And, you know, the reason we did the book is the reason why it's doing so well. The book is not meant to document the atrocities that took place, but rather to show how the volunteers of United Atzala risked their life and went down south in order to help their fellow Jews without thinking about themselves. This is what they, they weren't even trained to deal with the situations, but they jumped on it. And we wanted to put out a book with uplifting, inspirational stories. You know, there's so much tragedy going on, and people are, have such anxiety, and they're nervous for good reason. And we have to daven to Hashem, but to be able to read stories of people who just risk their lives to save another Jew gives people, you know, pride in being part of this great nation. And, you know, that's the feedback we're getting. People are so happy we did it. And they're just getting so much inspiration by reading this book. And how many stories of miracles one can read in that book uh, and see the hashkacha of the one above? Because obviously it was a very tragic day. But through the book, you get an opportunity to see how many people were literally involved with uh, open miracles. Simple as that. 
and it gives one an appreciation even in the in the depths of despair uh there are some incredible things that uh, the one above um it goes ahead and uh and intervenes and and helps um check it out everybody it's called angels in orange if you haven't seen it yet angels in orange in our archive section you could hear the conversation we did with ellie beer and it is a it's written by Ben Achman Seltzer and well worth it to say the least. Um, uh, and a reminder: thirty percent off on everything Talmud and Mishnah in terms of sets. Talmud Mishnah sets thirty percent off. There's also thirty percent off on a Yaakov Tosos Art Scroll iPad, etc. But the free gift is with the purchase of every Talmud or Mishnah set thirty percent off. Make sure to use promo code Radio Twenty Four again. Promo code Radio Twenty Four when you go to artscroll.com. Rabbi Gedalia's lotto, it's, I think there's only one thing left that I wanted to cover in this conversation. And I, I know it's happened before where I'm not aware of certain initiatives and you bring them to my attention. I was not aware of the uh, Vayim Ain initiative uh, that's taking the globe, the Jewish globe by storm. People could see more about it at artscroll.com. And now Rabbi Yechiel Spiro has taken a whole bunch of incredible stories and thoughts from many renowned speakers of the global Vayim Ain movement, and he created a book that's called Vayim Ain: Rise Above, Set Your Eyes on Greatness. Uh, tell me how this got to your desk. How did you find out about the Vayim Ain initiative? The Vayim Ain initiative is a, really a fascinating initiative. Um, there's a young man, his name is Yechiel Cement, who is the grandson of the great Avi Shulman. I'm not sure if you knew Avi Shulman. Sure, amazing man. He, special person. After he passed away, his grandson started this initiative. Um, it started, you know, with the concept of Shmir Senayim, of us, which, which is more than just watching our eyes and seeing things we're not supposed to see, but it's more about don't look, don't be jealous, don't look yeah. at what someone else has, yep. and you'll just live a better life. And he sends out every day a short video clip from one of the renowned speakers. He has over 100 speakers that have done this already. And he sends out a video clip speaking about the idea of that we're a holy nation and we don't have to be jealous, we don't have to look at other people in many different ways. And this group, he has 60,000 people who are watching these videos every day throughout the world. I will say the following, um, and they quote this at the beginning of the book. I don't remember who the uh, who they're quoting. I'll excuse me for that. But um, someone had pointed out that in previous generations, the the enemy was after us physically. It was a physical battle for Jewish survival. Now, thank God, we're living, you know, generally speaking, in free countries, and we're able to live our lives. But now they're after our hearts and our minds. And as you said, there are plenty of inappropriate things that people should not be looking at, and that is addressed in this book, but it goes way beyond that. I never realized that when, and you know, Purim and Pesach are coming up and I don't know, I don't know what, what happens in your circles, Gedalia, but I can tell you in my circles, a lot of people like to look at what other people are doing when it comes to the holidays. They like to see what Mishloch Manos they've created, what they're delivering during the holiday, where they're spending Pesach, how luxurious the place where they're spending Pesach looks. And this book, I think, would <coughs> would strongly recommend 
that people should not be focused on that. It's not just not looking at inappropriate things, which is, I think, obvious to folks when we're talking about uh, resisting. But it's also not getting into that mindset of jealousy, of seeking out what others have, of being down because we don't have what others have. And I think it's a really important message to keep in mind. And, and I, and I, again, I believe all the sections that I just mentioned of the book, all the approaches are very important. But that one, these days, people on social media, the first thing that goes through their mind is why don't I have what the other one has? So a lot of very valuable insights, a lot of great stories, and the book is really well, uh, well put together uh, to show people, you know, how to keep things in perspective, so to speak. Um, that's it. I mean, I don't know if you want to add anything to that. Please do if you wish. I just want to add that the reason why the book is so successful is they're short pieces and not long essays, right. like the short video clips. And it's, it's, it's really written in a very positive, upbeat way. It's not meant to scare you like you say, don't do this, don't do that. Right. But it's to lift you up, how you'll be happier and a better person if you just keep these few things in mind. I also love the approach in the book of, which again, you know, I'm an old guy and I didn't realize this. To, to what degree one becomes an ally of our creator when they do resist certain things and when they don't get into certain frames of mind. You're literally, you know, you're literally confirming, not that he needs our confirmation, for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you're confirming for the one above that you understand how important it is to follow the guidelines that he has set. And I never, I never even thought of it from that approach. So I think Rabbi Spiro does a great job in that way as well. Yep. Uh, what can I tell you? You're amazing. Uh, and what Art Scroll's doing is incredible. And by the way, you know, you talk about the thousands of Gemaras that you've sent to Israel. I've seen the videos, uh, you know, from your factory, from your warehouse, from, you know, where, where, where everything is made and how hard everybody's working to do it. I mean, it, it, people think that, it, you know, that, that you could just, you know, churn these things out. It takes a tremendous effort, great expertise. And a lot of patience in order to do this well. When, when you talk about sending five, ten thousand 10,000 to Israel, I don't think people realize what kind of operation is necessary to get that done. We have a good staff. We're blessed with a great staff, and um, it's all part of the Siata Deshmaya. Is the factory running 24 hours a day? The printing is running through the night. Wow. Uh, the other part, the binds reruns um, during daytime hours, but... We're pretty busy. And These Gemaras, it happens to be the Gemaras for Israel, are printed and bound in Israel. Oh wow! And uh, yes. and and you when you when you built the new facility, you had in mind that it would operate twenty four hours, or not necessarily. Not necessarily, but it's it, something it, we grew into. It it, it, <laughs> to Am Yisrael's credit, there's a lot of learning going on, right. and people no, want to be inspired and. We have to keep up with the demand. And do you calculate where, and I don't mean price-wise, I mean, is there a, a a certain direction you go in in terms of where to print it in Israel, or any standard printing company could, could take care of your needs? No, we have we have a very special person. His name is Mutti Friedman. He owns a printing place, and we've been using him for the last 15 years. Wow. Pretty much all of our Hebrew and Gemaris and Mishnayis are printed in Israel. Amazing. It might, otherwise, you have to print it here and ship it, and the delays and the shipping costs. 
Hey. Much easier to do it there. Hey, you know your business. I'm just trying to get some insight into it. That's all. <laughs> uh, President of Arts Grand Masora by Gedalia Zlato, it's thank you. Thank you for everything. Thank you on behalf of the of the Jewish people who are enjoying everything that you are offering them. And uh, a big yeshikach for joining us today. I hope a lot of people take advantage of the big sale. We need you. I appreciate The audience that. is fantastic. And what should I tell you? Am Yisrael Chai, Biyachan in Atzeach. And Bezat Hashem, we shall only share good news with each other. Amen. Everyone should be safe. Amen. Thank you for that. Thank you very much for that. Wow. Um, what can I say, folks? Artscroll.com. 30% off. Free gifts when you buy a set of Mishnah or Gemara. And free shipping on anything, including Tfilasi. It's a $20 product, Tfilasi. It's free shipping, which you cannot get on the website. It's free shipping if you use our promo code, Radio24. You know the rule. When you go to artscroll.com, make sure to use promo code Radio24. More coming up. It's JM in the AM.
לצאת אל הטבע, לראות את הטוב, להבין שהכל בשליטה שלו, כמו נחל נובע, עוד דשא ירוק, השמיים מעליי, כבר לא מרגיש רחוק, אני פה. בעולם שלך, בבריאה שלך, שבאת בשבילי. אני פה, בעולם שלך, בבריאה שלך, שבאת בשבילי. Eliyahu Che with Bishvili before that fire brand new from Shmuley Unger. J.M. and the M, good morning. Thanks for joining us. He'll join us. Uh, Shmuley Unger will join us live in studio hopefully in the next week or two. Please, God. I want to thank uh, Congressman Gottheimer for being here earlier. He was in our studio here at J.M. and the M in the 7 o'clock hour. If you missed it, there's an archive section. Baruch Hashem. Go to the archive section of... Uh, NahumSiegel.com and check it all out. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Uh, oh, yeah, we've got to check the app, see if anybody's been tossing in some interesting comments over the last hour or so. Um, where are we here? Oh, first of all, it was confirmed that it was Ellie Levin, that song. Okay, I'm glad. <laughs> Listener B says, watch the video of the MK or by Goldwasser just spoke about it. Everyone should try to watch it and hear her voice speaking with such passion. It's a must-see. Nice. 
DS Leader says, good morning for Rabbi Ashkenazi Shul on East 27th Street, Chakras at 8 o'clock. Shul Malava Malka this week at 9 p.m. Best of luck. Thank you. Shira's mom says, Mazda wishes to Stephen Fern Roth in Boynton upon the birth of a new great-granddaughter. Wow. Born to their grandchildren, Sivan and Yonatan Marcus and Efrat. Mazal Tov as well to their children, Machal and Renat Roth in Modi'in. That comes from Susie Samet. Great to hear from you, Susie. Wow. I'll tell you, great. What was that, great-granddaughter? Wow. I'll tell you. We've been doing this show a long time, haven't we? We have been doing this show a long, long time. Wow. That's pretty amazing. Mazel tov to my neighbor and fellow congregant Baruch Lunzer on the birth of a new nephew born to Sister Rena and Eliyahu Kite of Tom's River, New Jersey. Mazel tov, of course, to the proud grandparents, Pam and Robert Lunzer and the entire Lunzer and Kite families. We say mazel tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. More coming up. By the way, if you don't get our daily thread, let Avrami know. He'll put you on the list. AF at NahumSiegel.com. Again, that's AF at NahumSiegel.com. More coming up at JM in the AM. Was is and will always be watching from above Come together from different places Familiar faces The city of gold is waiting for you Cause you're the master, the master eternal Master, your masterful plan it keeps us I'm your style, I don't Carry this message on from the only one to unto others as you'd want you. And no matter what you do, not unto the nations by praising his name. You're the master, the master, eternal master, your masterful plan, it keeps us. I'm Yisrael Chai, Wow. 
before my eyes A life I live a thousand times It feels so unreal Like a lucid dream Is this real or maybe just a fairy tale And I wonder now Am I seeing straight?
Israeli medley done by Simcha Liner. It's an album he calls Sheva. just came out last week. There it is for you at JM in the AM. Those of you who don't receive our daily thread or our weekly newsletter, just write to Avrami, AF at NahumSiegel.com. Again, AF at NahumSiegel.com. Before Simcha Liner, you heard Yosef Yaakov with Marabu. You heard Moshe Solomon with Adon Olam. Here at JM in the AM, my thanks to uh, Congressman Gottheimer, who was with us earlier, joined us in our Teaneck studio here during a Tuesday JM in the AM edition. Coming up at 11 o'clock, it'll be Avrami with a live lunch, 11 a.m. Eastern time. It's Avrami with a live lunch from Israel. That'll be happening again from Israel, live lunch, um, starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. We used to think a news report was mostly right, but sometimes wrong. Now it seems that all has gone awry. A buzzing phone, another alert, countless updates, more information. It's hard to know what's real or what's reliable. Where are we to go to find the truth? Who can tell us how things are without a biased view? For everyone, just open up, our kids are safe. Perhaps they don't know why we come to them. We're let back in, camp has started, but things are so different. How long can we succeed with this new plan? The issues of the past Haven't we arrived at shores A safe haven at
Wake up, look out, our sacred rights can all be taken, all be gone. Don't take for granted what we thought we had. Just like that, a nation's trend, the things we thought were guaranteed, now we see the nature of it all. Just hope this feeling doesn't pass With open hands and open hearts Help us continue our Chaim Moshe Rechnitz with Moshe Emes closing things out. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web and and the Nachum Single Network, and of course, the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Tuesday here at JMN. My thanks to Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowicz. My thanks to Elliot Weiselberg. My thanks to Rabbi Goldwasser. My thanks to Congressman Josh Gottheimer. My thanks to all of you for tuning in. Avrami hosts a live lunch beginning at 11 a.m. Eastern time right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Rabbi Dr. David Hertzberg with Israel at 75 comes up next. Make sure to stay tuned in so you'll get a little bit of an insight into modern Jewish history. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nahum Siegel reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.